Hello, and welcome to Inspiring Quesco, a series of conversations with members of our Quesco team. We'll hear their stories and celebrate their successes as we share a little about what makes them and our Quesco organization so special. I'm Jason Randall, Quesco CEO, and I'm so happy to be joined today by standout client success manager, Sierra Silverberg. Sierra, welcome to the conversation. Thank you, Jason. Thanks so much for having me today. I really appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. My pleasure. Now, before we get in too far into your personal story, I just hoping you could sort of inform us as to what it means as to what it means to be a, a CSM, a client success manager, particularly in the context of you representing our Colorado service center and the and that location. Yeah, I think I definitely have probably one of the most exciting roles right now, um, being that the Colorado Service Center is new and exciting um, and integrating into all of the seamless transitions of Quesco services. So um, I currently make sure that one, all of our clients' needs are met and that all of our team is um, performing to standards and that we're providing the best possible services for our clients. Um, I know we get national recognition for all of our great services. And if I can uphold that on behalf of the Colorado Service Center, it's my proud pleasure to do so. Um, and then I also am in charge of our internal and external timekeeping system for the Colorado Service Center. So anything that has to do with our partner's swipe clock um, and all things of that nature, I handle that as well. Yeah, well, I like to think of it as your role really helps both keep our promises and defend our value to the client uh, base. And you really are just exceptional at really doing that with confidence and excellence. So, I mean, really hats off to you, Sierra. Now, you have just a really, really interesting personal story. I hope you could share that with us in terms of what brought you to Quesco and brought you to the industry. Yeah, I think it um, definitely has a lot to do with my competitive nature and background. I grew up um, with both parents working in benefits um, and in the PEO industry. I joined um, ERC actually before it joined with Quesco uh, about five years ago, doing some marketing, helping with benefits, things here and there. And then I came on full time um, actually in September of last year. And since then, I've been just working to get along with the team and um, kind of finding my place and rhythm in, in the whole process. And even before that, Sierra, you, you have yep. a wonderful competitive background, a lot of excellence yeah. and, and uh, athletic accomplishment in your background as well. Yeah, that, that was a good time. I actually grew up playing water polo my entire life. It um, is what brought me through college. I went to college on an athletic scholarship. Um, I was on the junior Olympic team and completed at the national and international level um, with that. So that was always a really fascinating, fun, interesting sport to continue to play. Um, and it brought a lot of great people into my lives. And for, I'll be forever grateful for the sport and for the people that it brought forth. Now, what is what is that background? To, what do you bring from that into your business career? Right. I would think there's some obvious lessons and perhaps some not so obvious ones. <laughs> I, that's a great question. Um, I think the biggest thing that I have actually brought forth from it is probably my competitive nature, right? Whether that be helping sales bring on as many possible sales as we can to grow the business, um, whether that means making sure that I can work in a team environment, making sure that my team is kind of working as one unit for the success of the company, um, just like it would be on a water polo team, you know, for the success of our our team to get the victory. And that's how I kind of look at every situation. I look at every situation with a client like that. I look at every situation with a future client like that. How can I make my team get across the finish line 
so that we make our client happy, which counts as a win for me. Um, and it's also profitable and yet successful for the business. And, um, you know, it, it's something where the, this, this whole competitive nature and a desire to win, I think it really comes across in a real positive way in terms of trying to find answers to the clients. Um, and I'm, I'm interested how you respond to the notion of, you know what, other people have to make promises, Sierra, but it's up to you to really be the tip of the spear to keep them. <laughs> how, how do you deal with that reality in your everyday environment? Um, you know, I, I, I like a challenge. I think that's the best way to kind of look at this, right? Is there's a lot of people that will make promises and it's my way to kind of navigate and make sure that we can fulfill those promises and allow for the employers to understand that we're really here to be their partners and for them to understand that we're here along the way for them. We're here to help them grow. We're here to help them become better as individuals and as a company as a whole. Um, and I, I think that's something that I strive to do every day. And so as I continue to do that, are there ways that I can one, help the company grow and kind of see what other innovative strategies that we can um, put forth or ways that we can grow as, as a company, but also how we can stay competitive in the market, right? Just as we would if we were an athlete competing in, in the um, you know sports arena or something along those lines. Now you've been doing this a while and you've forged some pretty deep client relationships as a result. Um, how do you start building trust there? And, and what does that trust yield us and yield you as the relationship evolves over time? Yeah, I think some of those relationships are, are built on trust and loyalty, which obviously are two big character values of, of Questco, um, but also of myself, right? If you can be a loyal teammate, if you can be a loyal partner, um, if you can be someone who's dedicated to your practice, if you can sacrifice to for the betterment of the company being Questco and for the person or the company that you're partnering with for their communication, um, I think moving forward, that kind of creates an all around level of success. So I think for me, it's just how do I develop that rapport? Um, part of it is definitely from a sales background, right, of, of how do you develop that within a, a client? But then also reminding them that they're a small business owner, too. And some of them are larger business owners. But how are they going to see themselves in five years or in 10 years? And what does that projection look like? And how do, can I make it so that Questco fits into their long-term projection and actually keep the client for retention? So those are kind of some of my goals that I strive for every day. Um, I definitely say I try to do everything with a sense of humor, whether it's self-deprecation or um, you know, just trying to be kind of quick-witted. But keeping everyone kind of light and happy when we're discussing some really heavy topics sometimes, whether that be HR or pay or things of that nature. Um, but also allowing people to understand that I, this is all humanizing as well, right? So we're not just a computer system, that we're actually humans caring about them and wanting them to relay that to their employees. That's a great point because certainly the business we're in is very serious and we take the responsibility of that business very seriously, whether it's paying people on time and accurately, whether it's making sure benefits are lined up, whether it's making sure that the business gets the result they were looking for with the totality of the relationship, all things we care about. But to your point, Sierra, we don't have to take ourselves so seriously inside of that. It's, it's great to... Uh, you know, whether it's letting off steam as I think the old man way to see it, but say it, but really just, you know, be human beings inside of this relationship. I think that's, that's very welcomed uh, by the kind of clients that make up our best clients. Yeah, I would agree. I think that they get dealt the same deck of cards or hand of cards every time of the same kind of 
boring business meetings or someone trying to always pitch them or sell them. And I think if you can relate to them on a human level and allow them to see one, you're not perfect, but you're going to create the best perfect process for them as possible. You're going to allow your team to perform at the highest level that we possibly can. It kind of allows them to see that they have someone they can actually rely on and move forward with to grow their company. And at the end of the day, that's really what they're looking to do. Your comments are emblematic of a point we really try to make is that, you know, there, there are providers in this business that are a little more transactional in the way they approach, mm-hmm. they approach their client relationships. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's always, what have you done for me lately? And I think the attitude, the mindset that you bring to these relationships is much more relational that, you know what, we're going to be with you in, in times good and bad. We're going to stick with you and make sure you re- we, you, that you achieve your goals as a client. That's a really powerful concept that I think you bring to the workplace every day. I thank you for that. That's a huge compliment because that's definitely something that I pride myself in Um, and understanding, yes, there's a process for everything, but how can you humanize a process so that they don't feel alone in it or that they're just putting being put in another computer system or another software system, allowing that to understand that, yes, we can have just the basic transactional, um, you know, payroll approval approvals or things of that nature but that we're also here to hear about their HR needs or to help console them when they lost a tough employee or things of that nature to kind of allow them to realize that it's a partnership. And realistically, it's it's something that we're doing to keep them moving and growing. And and very, very successfully, right? I mean, you've had these relationships yeah. for a long time at this point. Yeah, I have. Yeah. And it's, it's definitely something that's that's kept us afloat. It's kept some great relationships with some very high level clients. Um, and it allows for us to do some of these, these hard daunting decisions with a little bit of comedic relief. So. Sure. And I, I really want to get your perspective on something else that I think is kind of unique to the seat you occupy, which is that, um, you know, you didn't choose Quesco. Quesco actually chose you, right? We, we uh, about a year ago, um, you know, acquired the organization you were a part of. And I was wondering just Take us back to your thoughts at the time and how that's evolved over time as we've gotten to know each other and work together and now collaborate more fully. Yeah, I think for a lot of people, change is scary. And whether that's a software change, if that's a personnel change, just change in general seems to be scary for a lot of individuals. And I think at first there was a lot of um, of, of people that were intimidated by the process And I think for me, I took it as a challenge, right? Whether that means I'm too competitive, as my fiance would say, or, um, you know, things of that nature of of trying to kind of balance what does that actually look like? What is this process going to look like? How much work is this going to entail? And then realizing that we overall made this decision and I stayed on this team because it really bettered our clients. And I care about our clients outside of the office outside of our daily activities, because I want to see their businesses grow. I understand that if they see growth, we will see growth. Um, and I, I really value that. So I think through the process, it was definitely um, unnerving and a, a bit scary, but I saw it as a challenge to kind of come across the, the team and then being implemented with the team. There's so many amazing people that are part of this Quesco organization that want to help. There are so many people that actually reach their hand out and say, this is what my department does. Here's how I can be of assistance, right? And then we have so many other great features that we didn't have internally before. We were a small group. 
We were just trying to make it every day and dealing with a lot of admin stuff. So now we have the client admin team, who's a great benefit to our company as a whole. And then you have, you know, an onboarding team who's willing to include me in all of their meetings, which was just fascinating um, to kind of learn how the processes go moving forward. And then you have a team that's actually willing to help you integrate and bring these clients on. And they care about the growth of the clients just as much as you do. And it's such a rewarding feeling to know that as you transitioned, you can then relay to your clients that the change is a good thing and that sometimes change is really for the betterment of their company. So what advice would you have for some, for a prospective, say, Questco employee that's thinking about joining the organization or maybe someone that's uh, coming on by virtue of an acquisition or a merger in the future? Um, you know, you've, you've been really successful at um, expanding your own footprint and your own sphere of influence throughout the larger organization. Um, what advice would you give for others that might be confronted with the same kind of thing you were? Yeah, I think the biggest thing would be don't be afraid to ask for help. Like no one is perfect. There's not, you know, the perfect employee that's just going to understand everything right away. Humble yourself and ask for help. I think that was one of the things that I really learned in this process was it's okay to not know everything right away and to kind of learn how you can be a better teammate. There's a lot of things that I think I've brought forth to the team as far as, hey, this is an idea that I have that I think a little bit more innovative than what we're currently doing. Can we implement that? There's been so many people that have welcomed those ideas too. So I would say speak up, ask for help, um, insert yourself in different areas. And the other thing is try and learn what everyone's doing, right? If you just learn your role, you're never going to have a full understanding of how the company works, what the clients are experiencing on a daily basis, how everything goes. But if you developed internal relationships, you'll be able to present a better, more cohesive external relationship with some of the clients. That's very wise. I appreciate that. I want to ask you sort of a, a different question in the advice giving realm. And that's um, not that not that our clients might listen to this, um, but I'm interested, what makes a great client? What, what, what advice would you give to a client or prospective client to really help them get the most out of the relationship with us? Yeah, I think the most, the best way we could help serve as a client or be there for a client would, would really be to have a transparent client. If a client can explain to me what they see for their growth, with that, whether that's within the next six months, um, a year, five years, and kind of give me an outline of exactly what they want to see in their company, that'll allow for me to kind of say, here's the systems that we currently have in place. This is what you can utilize to grow with. Um, and then also allow for me to bring to our internal team other processes that may be necessary to help a client that's growing so quickly. Um, you know, we have a client that wants to expand double by the end of the year. And she's been nothing but transparent with me through the whole process. It's allowed for us to implement, you know, um, different systems for them and allow for us to create faster processes and allow for us to be able to be there from an HR perspective. So there's a lot of growing that you can do with a client by them just being simply transparent um, and encouraging transparency with clients. I think that's kind of one of the best things that you can do is not worry necessarily about one specific conversation every once in a while, but keeping constant communication as well so that we know what's going on. I think a lot of times clients forget that we're not inside their daily business. So we don't necessarily know what employees aren't getting along or issues they're having internally every single day. And so if they can give us a little bit of insight to their daily business, we can help them grow a lot longer in the long term. 
And a lot of that comes back to trust, right? They they will only share that if they feel comfortable that that information would be responsibly handled, that it's not going to be used against them in some way or, or broadcast outside of what's comfortable. So I guess that really comes back to you providing this blueprint of engendering trust with clients, oftentimes very quickly toward the benefit of the relationship as a whole. That's what I heard. Yeah. And, and you're quite right, right? Trust is one of the most important things that you can develop with any client um, at any level, whether that's in the pre-sales process, if that's in the onboarding stage of asking them for some very specific, detailed personal business information, all the way down to how do I help you on a daily basis? And trust me that I'll get you the best possible advice that I can. And I'll make sure that you don't just get a simple answer of no, that I actually am able to provide you of a why or a how and allow for you to better your business because of some of the answers I can provide. That's just really great advice. I mean, um, you know, it's almost like we we would love to sort of record this as a blueprint for clients to hear, right? In terms of how to make a, a good lasting relationship. Uh, um, well, before we close today, Sierra, I want to just make sure you have a, a wonderful, rich life outside of the workplace, a lot going on. Uh, what, what can you share about the personal side of Sierra? personal side of Sierra is today has been a bit rough. My um, fiance was actually just deployed as of this morning. So um, my heart is not quite here today, but it's definitely been a great day. I've been able to just dive into business and kind of keep my focuses here and allow for me to just put all my energy into work and kind of do that. But outside of here, um, it's that and it's the life we're building together, as well as, you know, my love for staying competitive, staying in the gym, continuing to work out. And uh, that's kind of the life that I'm looking to build. Well, certainly we thank your fiance for his service to our country and, and you and your family for, for the, the service that goes along with that. And of course, uh, I, want, I want to thank you for your service to, to the Cresco organization. You've just been uh, a, a real gift and a revelation to us, um, you know, as part of coming along as part of the ERC uh, business combination with Cresco. Um, but you represent us so very well. And I know our clients are just thrilled with your leadership at the account level. And again, I'm just proud to know you and be your, your colleague. So thank you so much, Sierra, for joining us today. Thank you so much. Those are the sweetest compliments, and I really appreciate it. So thank you, Jason, for having me. And thank you to all those that are listening. I'm, I'm so proud to be a part of this team, and I'm proud that we can do this for each other and to continue to inspire each other. <laughs>